wedding photography is the second most stressful kind of photography that you can be employed at. And it is second only to war photography. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. Hello, and a very warm welcome to my little corner of the podcast world. Thank you so much for listening today. My podcast exists so that I can share my knowledge, experience, and expertise to hopefully improve your wedding day images or your experience with your wedding day photographer. Yesterday, a schoolmate of mine passed away from the Jurdenson High School class of 1987. Thomas, whom I've known since the first grade where we went to school together in Lemming, Texas. I kind of bounced around between first grade and fifth grade, but we went to school together in Lemming. I went back to Jurdenton in third grade and then back to Jurdenton for good in the fifth grade. And then we graduated from Jurdenton together, like I said, in 1987. So we've known each other a very long time. We are both in our 50s now. And Thomas in high school was on the annual staff or yearbook staff. And he may well have taken some of the sporting yearbook pictures that inspired me to become the photographer that I am today. Thanks to Facebook, we've been able to keep in touch for all these years And Thomas ultimately became an attorney where he argued a contract law case before the Texas Supreme Court and won. And coincidentally, Thomas also wrote the very photography contracts that I use today for my business. He wrote my contracts specifically for me. He customized them specifically for Attagirl Photography, and I still use them today. I don't know all of the details surrounding Thomas's passing, but what I do know is that Thomas was a kind, gentle soul who had an amazing sense of humor. His laugh and his giggle were so infectious, and I know that he was loved by a lot of people, and he will be missed and I will miss him. So Thomas, if you're out there and you can hear us, know that we will miss you. 
and I hope that I'm able to pay my respects at your memorial. So I'll be having my ears open for that. All right, let's get right into today's topic. Number 60, if you are having a destination wedding, what is the best choice for you? You, Do you want to hire a local photographer from that destination area? Or do you want to take a traveling photographer with you from your local area? So if you're planning on saying, I do, at a destination wedding, that's a really long way away from home. So just FYI, anything that is over 250 miles away from your or your partner's home where you currently live is considered a destination wedding. You are going to need the right photographer for that. But how do you find the right photographer when you're not familiar with that destination market at all? Generally speaking, it would be the same as hiring a local photographer. So you have two options. You can either hire a photographer from the destination area, or you can find a local photographer who is willing to travel to your destination. So let's quickly discuss the differences for each method. And I just want to point out, if you hear any footsteps or sighs or moans in the background. I currently have four dogs in my house today. I have my three and I have my youngest daughter's 80 to 85, 90 pound lab also in the house. I'm babysitting him for the next week and a half because we are um, actually attending a destination wedding in Las Vegas that I am photographed. My daughter is going to be one of the bridesmaids and I'm going to be the photographer, which inspired the topic for today. Um, but anyway, those background noises are from the animals who are in the room with me today. So let's quickly discuss the differences for each method. So hiring a destination photographer. That would be a photographer that is in that market area that you are going to be getting married in. So some of the bonuses are that you won't have any travel fees to pay and possibly no lodging fees to pay either. That photographer is going to be more familiar with the venue and the destination area. However, resort preferred vendors may not be the most qualified vendors if you choose to use one of those. Now let's discuss hiring a local photographer from your area, the area where you currently reside, and asking them to travel with you to that destination area. So you would have the ability to meet and greet in person beforehand, before your wedding date, to develop the connection and rapport that I feel is very necessary for good wedding images. And you can also conduct any in-person sales meetings for follow-up wall art and album designs. You'll also save on shipping costs for any other printed products. And in the years following your wedding, you can use the same photographer for any anniversary sessions, newborn sessions, family sessions, etc. 
some of the cons of taking that photographer with you. Maybe you might have to pay a non-preferred vendor fee and a non-local photographer may not even be able to work at that destination location. They may have um, that, that venue or resort may have a restriction in place like that. Hey guys, I just want to remind you real quickly that if you are loving this episode, I would like you to take a screenshot and share that on your Instagram stories and tag Complete Wedding Ed or Add a Girl Photo. Alternatively, you can just tell all of your other engaged friends about the book in the podcast. I would appreciate that too. Remember, the book that accompanies this podcast is available on Amazon and it is Prime eligible. And if you ever have a topic you want me to cover or a specific question you want me to answer, all you have to do is email me at Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y at atagirlphoto.com. All right, let's get back to it. So it may save you some money up front to hire that destination photographer, but hiring a photographer who is local to you and willing to travel will certainly help you create a relationship and rapport. And again, this will ultimately put you at ease on the big day and create that necessary relationship that you can continue indefinitely. And I will also add this caveat. Make sure the photographer who is willing to travel with you does this regularly. Make sure that your wedding is not a one-off because you don't want your wedding to be an experiment or a test to see if this wedding photographer likes this kind of gig. Make sure that they are an experienced traveling wedding photographer. A big tip-off is if they're willing to shoot your big special wedding day for, and I'm using air quotes, just the cost of travel. There is way more opportunities for things to go wrong, and you want a seasoned professional who knows how to think on their feet while those feet are shuffling in an unfamiliar space. I mean, weddings are hard enough. I took a year-long photography course with two-man studio called the Two-Man University. And in doing so, they quoted someone as saying that, and I'm going to paraphrase this, but, and I don't remember who the original, who the original credit should go to, but in that course, they said, wedding photography is the second most stressful kind of photography that you can be employed at. And it is second only to war photography. So just think about that. In war photography, I mean, you're, you're telling the story about war while you're risking your life. I mean, you have a very real chance of getting killed while you're trying to document the story of war. And the person who said this quote believes, and I agree with them, that the only genre of photography that is second less stressful to war photography is wedding photography. So when you are hiring this photographer to 
go with you and shoot your wedding day. You want a seasoned professional, again, who knows how to think on their feet while those feet are shuffling in an unfamiliar space. You also don't want a wedding photographer who only takes on these kinds of jobs in order to plan their family vacations on your dime. Their hearts are not in the right place. Make sure they're traveling alone or with staff only. Or, you know, if they do plan to create a family vacation, make sure that their family are arriving after your wedding date or leaving before your wedding date. You know, if they're going to piggyback on on your dates for their family vacation, make sure that they're not going to be there disrupting and... um creating distractions for them while you're, they're supposed to be working for your wedding. Make sure that the family, their family members are gone and not there to interfere and distract. I would also say that the best scenario would be to make sure that if they are going to piggyback on their travel dates to make their vacation out of this, that they should do that before your wedding. Say, if they're going to arrive a week before your wedding, they would do that, then send their family home, and then shoot your wedding, and then they would leave immediately after your wedding, like the day after your wedding, because there's no sense in waiting a week or more before being able to back up your images or begin the post-production of your wedding gallery. I hope all that made sense because I rambled on a little bit, but I hope it made sense. Cost will vary, but you should expect to pay for the wedding photographer's collection or package you choose, a round-trip airfare, and if you're having a one-day wedding, at least three nights of lodging. So I would say however many days you're celebrating, plus at least two additional nights to make sure that they arrive in time for your wedding day. And this, the lodging should be in the same hotel you are staying in. You should include the expense of all meals and all transportation that they will need during the stay. Again, always have your photographer arrive a day or two before your wedding in case there are any delayed or canceled flights. You want to make sure that they arrive on time. You should also know that not every person can work, even temporarily, in every country. Each country has their own immigrant work laws, and some countries may require a permit for temporary work, but in some cases, they are extremely difficult to acquire. Most destination wedding venues and planners will have knowledge based on past wedding experience, So you can gather this information from them before making your decision about your photographer. Whatever you plan to do, whether it is hiring a photographer from that destination market or hiring a photographer from your local market and having them travel with you to that destination, I wish you the best of luck. Either way can work out beautifully. It just depends what you would like to do. However, I do think that hiring the photographer to travel with you is the best case scenario. If you want to support the show or buy me a coffee, I encourage you to hit that support the show link at the bottom of the show notes. 
I can't tell you how much I would appreciate that. I would also ask that you visit both of my websites, completeweddinged.com or atagirlphoto.com if you want to learn anything else about me. All the links to all the things are in the show notes. If you haven't subscribed or left a review, I would ask you to do that wherever you're listening. This will help other couples just like you find me organically. And lastly, thank you again so much for listening today. I hope you have an extraordinary day. I will catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you again during the next episode.